Yo, what's going on? This is Ori Styler, and you are listening to the No Escaping This podcast. No escaping this. No escape. No one's ready to deal with us. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Bamboo Rum. Smooth, mature, full of taste, and something you need to have in your cupboard at all given times. Not having a sip today because it's outside of my fasting hours or my eating hours. I'm in my fasting hours, so I can have my swig of water, as we know. Trying to keep the weight down. From the beginning of lockdown until now, I've lost 11 kilograms. So I've been from 121 kilos down to 110. So I'm definitely happy about the weight loss and the intermittent fasting has been working. So methods, results, and my running's real good. My legs all healed up. I'm good now. Been a bit of a weird week for many reasons. Let's start with, let's start with the weekend. Okay, podcast came out last week on a Wednesday and the podcast was about statues and about people complaining about the statues, particularly the ones that were in Bristol and the one in London, the Colston statue in Bristol. And I can't remember the one in London, skipped my mind that they were that got taken down. Anyway, this weekend's been one of those weekends where we saw the result of people getting upset about their statues being taken down. Churchill. Oh my goodness me. There was protests on the weekend. Now there's so many angles I can go in on this one. I don't want to spend too much time giving it to the people that were acting negatively because as far as I'm concerned, we saw a lot of positivity as well. Let's start with the quick negatives. We saw loads of far right groups as we like to, well, as the news likes to call them, we like to call them porcielles that are out there protesting against those who want to take down Churchill's statue. Firstly, from what I remember, Churchill's statue was boarded up so nobody could damage it during the protest. It wasn't in the line of fire to get taken down, but yet these hooligans were surrounding it wanting to take down the statue. Sorry, wanted to stop people from taking down the statue. Let me be very clear on that one. Uh, Wanting to fight people that were ready to stand up in front of the statue saying this is wrong, it needs to be taken down. And what a shame it was to see. It was a horrible sight. They thought they were going to go up against loads of Black Lives Matter protesters because we were being goaded on by none other than Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson last week was going, we're going to be down there where the Churchill statue is. We are going to make sure we protect it. And then later on in the week, he backed out like a chief. And I don't mean a good chief. I mean that old school 90s calling someone a chief when they're an idiot he backed out like a foal and said yeah I don't want to incite no violence even though he really did that I don't want to make anyone feel like I was trying to like raise the tensions it's a system against us but bruv bruv shut up no one cared about what you had to think Tommy was out there doing nothing in the hiding so I assume he actually wasn't there but all of his followers were and they were protecting the Churchill statue and it was so dumb. I've not seen some such stupidity in such a long time. Firstly, there was no Black Lives Matter movement or protest going on that weekend, but there were some black people out there and some people that are supportive of the Black Lives Matter protests out there on their own accord because they wanted to stand in solidarity against these far-right groups. And these far-right groups, this is the irony, were defending Churchill's statue by standing in front of it, doing Nazi hand gestures. I don't know if any of these guys know, Churchill went up against the Nazis in the Second World War. He was against the Nazis. He would not be happy seeing you guys defend him using Nazi salutes to let other people know that you're racist in front of his statue when he was fighting the very people you're emulating. You all are a bag of fools. I'm sick and tired of seeing this foolishness, man. Absolute shite. Just racists that are dumb, don't even know what they're supposed to be fighting against or for, man. Oh, that weekend was so bad. 
They were fighting against the police as well. The police had their hands full, absolute hands full. I'm just glad we were out there. We were not out there in force as a black movement to get ourselves in trouble. They were throwing like bottles at the police, CS gas being sprayed at them, all kind of foolishness from these far right groups. They were really looking for fights, hooligans, waiting to fight people. And we weren't there. And I'm so glad for that because the last thing I needed in the news is for them to say it was the far right groups versus black people. They tried to say it was far right groups versus Black Lives Matter protesters. We weren't there. Protests got cancelled when Tommy was starting talking his like foolishness because we knew it was going to turn into a warfare. So we said, let's not be there. I say we like I'm part of the team. It was seen that Black Lives Matter weren't there because there was posts out there saying we're not going to protest because we don't want to lock heads with people. Great. So now why am I seeing what looked like a picture from GTA London, a bird's eye view from a distance of maybe about 150 meters in the sky of video footage of them saying it was protesters for Black Lives Matter against protesters who are far right groups going up against each other. I was squinting my eyes looking for the black people because all I could see in that footage, in that video was other white people who were far right groups defending the statue and fighting police who were from different backgrounds. Unless the police were on the Black Lives Matter movement, we weren't there. So I don't know who you was reporting. I'm sorry. Absolute shambles. That is the weekend. I'm, I'm not going to talk more about it, but that is how the weekend rounded off. You know what's better than a PS3? A PS1. And what's better than the one? I'd say a PS4. What's better than the PS4 is a PS2. We're looking at sales and popularity. And what is supposed to try and be better than the PS2? That is the PlayStation 5. I was watching the reveal on Thursday. Thursday was an up and down day. You'll get into the down in just a bit, but here's the up bit. Watch the reveals at my office, chilling, doing some decorating after that. I wanted to relax, put on my feet, have some food, and the reveal came on, and it was something special for multiple reasons. Now, let me just be very, very frank and just throw this one out here. My consoles that go in this order, my favorite ones, my Nintendo Switch, number one, my Xbox One X, number two, my PlayStation 4, number three. It goes in that order for a very specific reason because I am a true gamer. And if you disagree, well beyond to you, you are part of Babylon's system. Now with the games that came out that they showed in the reveal, I was so happy. Oh my God. The games in reveal looked fantastic. Spider-Man, Miles Morales. They got the black Spider-Man in there. Looked really, really good with his powers as well. Some people don't know he's got powers where you can go invisible by camouflaging and also we can shoot electric bolts as well. So <clears throat> looking forward to seeing that being in the game. Resident Evil as well. They're remaking, was it the remake? No, it was number seven or eight. Eight, I think it is, that they got coming out. Looking forward to seeing that. What else do they have in there? They had some real good games. Uh, Demon Souls, they remade that too. And a whole bunch of other things that look decent. I can't lie to you. The reveal was okay. Oh, that was it. Um, I was going to say Jack and Daxter. It's not that. It's Ratchet and Clank. Same thing. They had Ratchet and Clank and they showed that. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a Ratchet and Clank fan, but it did look decent. Now, this is the thing we're going to discuss that everybody's been discussing. Now, I'm somebody that is critical when it comes to uh, aesthetics. The Switch, I initially didn't like the way it looked, but now that it's such a functional console, I absolutely love it. The Xbox uh, Series X that's coming out at the end of the year, didn't like the way that it looked until I really started to deep it and go, it's not about the aesthetics being standout, but the simplicity of this looking like a tall speaker box is very modern. It looks like a tower, PC tower, 
that you could easily put on your table, your desk, anywhere, and it would just look like a big, powerful machine. Not even realizing how powerful it is because it's just so simple. The reveal for the PlayStation 5 was absolutely diabolical in my eyes. Now, we are very split in decisions of how we perceive this. The world, from what I know, is very half and half on this. My brother is on the side of it looks really, really good, really, really modern, really amazing. Whereas I'm on the half of looking at it like, why is this sideways skybox being marketed to me as a new PlayStation 5? Who told me to go and get this virgin broadband modem and put two white panels at the side and decide that it is the way that it's supposed to look from the new age of consoles. It looks so silly. It really does. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm not going to say I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling the digital, no, the, the disc edition. The digital edition looked all right. The disc edition looks so weird. I saw a tweet that was so accurate. It looked like if Dubai was a games console. Now think of the, some of the modern skyscrapers in Dubai, the ones that twist, the ones that have certain curves onto them, the ones that lean. Imagine if one of those skyscrapers were white with a black center. That is the PlayStation 5. It was so off key for me. I was so uncomfortable watching it and then tweeting about it, trying to pretend like I love it. Now I'm one of those people that I'm a gamer. I got to defend gaming. You're going to get some people that are just not into gaming. Oh, I play FIFA and COD. That's all you play. You're not a gamer. Shut your mouth. Those are the only games you play. So when I see them, I'm like, I don't want to badmouth this console because I don't want people to laugh at gaming or how serious we take this. But on the other hand, I got to call a spade a spade. It looks so weird. The reveal looked good in terms of how they revealed it. But they re- it's like, imagine stars in their eyes, yeah? And imagine watching it in reverse where something pretty goes into the, the back room and then no, with all makeup done, looking like a star and then comes back out dressed in a tracksuit bottom, looking like a character from Little Britain. It was just like that in my eyes. The reveal looked good, but it didn't come across for me in terms of the way the console aesthetic looked. It didn't come across as modernly and aesthetically pleasing. It looked clumpy. It didn't look, I just like the simple stuff. Maybe that's just me. But if you go on social media and look at them, you'll understand how the, it, like it, how people felt about this. Just it was slightly disappointing. So we get to the end of the day of the PlayStation 5 reveal. Time for me to leave the office. Must be about one, two in the morning after I've tidied up, chilled a little bit, had a drink, let the drink kind of sink in and then come out. And then after the drink, I decided to go to the bins of where my office are to throw some rubbish away because I had some new stuff in there. I wanted to dash. Then I look at my car and my car window has been smashed in. I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm kind of cold to it all, but I'm looking at it thinking I'm annoyed, but I'm not as annoyed as I should be. I know there's nothing in the car. Then I stop for a second and wait, where is my Nintendo Switch? Oh my God, my heart beat. Before I ever looked at anything else, I went and looked underneath my passenger seat where I know I put the bag for it. And I'll never do it again. So if any of you don't know where my car is now, you won't find it in that position. It will be on my person every time I leave that car. I put it underneath the passenger seat. And I look and it's still there. I'm like, oh gosh, phew. Anyway, let's see what they tried to steal. And I know there's nothing in the car. I start looking around in the back, the back seat, my front seat, nothing. I see, what do I see? 
What did I have? Because I had the 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 back seats down actually, because I had a desk in there that I wanted to bring back to my house so I could drop off at my mum's when uh, I, I'm ready because I know she wanted the desk out of my office. Did some decorating and stuff as I've been saying. So the back seat's down and I remember moving some stuff out of the boot and put it in the on the floor of the back seats. And one of the things I put was a bag. Now the bag I put on the floor was a bag for the cleaning stuff. This guy might have seen it on the floor and gone, this must be a valuable bag. Smashes my car window, goes into the car, reaches for the bag, opens it, sees that it is a cleaning bag and he must have taken the sponge out and thrown it in the back to try and rummage through it. This guy was not happy. He was very unhappy about what he saw in that bag because you wouldn't just throw all the bits out of the bag unless you really felt frustrated. You'd be too busy looking what else you can pick up. He goes to see some coins in the middle. There's about 30 or 40p worth of coins in my little ashtray bit in the middle. Not really worth the window smash, but you know, assumedly crackheads will be crackheads and crackheads will do crackhead stuff. And then he rummages from my glove box, as you expect. Nothing in there apart from deodorant. He leaves it there. And it's important that I say that now because we're going to talk about, um, you know, him in a second and why the deodorant was left there and it shouldn't have been. So obviously I got to clean up my car window. I uh, take the glass as much of it out as I can because it's not laminated. It's not stuck together. It's smashed glass. Dangerous. It's all in my car seat. I got leather seats. Bits of the seat were slightly ripped because of the glass and the shards. I'm trying to brush them off into a dustpan. It, I, was, I was not happy about that. Luckily, I had my office keys. I went back into the office and after I cleaned up as much of the glass as I can, I put it on, um, I put a pillow on the seat from my office. Weren't happy. Sat on the pillow, drove home with the window down. It was a bit chilly. It's late at night, two, three in the morning. I get home, tape up my window with a black bag and uh, go to bed. I'm actually kind of calm because I'm not one of those people that get upset like that. It is what it is. It happened and I'm not happy that it happened. But you know what? I don't know where that person's life is at. That person may have needed the money. I don't know where you're at. I'm a certain person. I try to remain as positive as I can. You might be someone who may be trying to feed your family. You, if you need to smash my window to do that, I'd rather you didn't, but I'd understand if that's what I found out. So the next day I call some car company to come and fix my window. They clean out all the glass. Real good tactics, you know how they do it. And I love this company. It's based in North Holt. Shout out to them. I don't know, let me, I'm going to check their name because when I tell you they were so efficient, came and did my window in 30 minutes and I emailed them like eight o'clock in the morning. I get an email back at 8.30 saying we're available today. This is what the price will be now that you've sent us what your car is and blah, blah, blah. Let's find, uh, I'm going to find what their name is and give them a little big up. My Car Glass, based in Norfolk, but they travel around to come and fix your car wherever you are. Real good people. They came out, cleaned the car out. And then I hoovered it out. The rest of it as well, the glass that I could. And I took it to get valet because I just felt like I feel dirty. My car's been sat in, smashed, etc. I now contact my office space, the landlords. And I say, look, listen, can I get the camera footage? Because the camera is facing right on my car. Two cameras, actually, I didn't even realize, facing my car. And when that happens, they send it to me and I look through the footage. And this is the let me tell you something. This is the wickedest slam of this now. I was sitting there going, all right, I don't know if it's a certain type of people. Don't want to judge too much, but I'm going to throw some stereotypes down that many of us know and many of us may not be proud of. The first stereotype is one that I wouldn't want it to be, just like I wouldn't want it to be anyone smashing my car, but I hate to see it be the brothers. I don't want it to be another black brother. I look at them and I see myself. 
I don't want to see black people doing badness. This is during the time where everyone's been campaigning for our lives mattering because they do matter. Last thing I want to see is someone going, yeah, but look at the crooks breaking in your car, Ori. And I got to defend my man who smashed my car window. I'm not happy about that. Top of my road, where my office is, right at the top, there is a, a park, of, uh, a caravan park. And there's a lot of people in there that have been, uh, on my road that have been complaining because they do come up and down the road and they have been known to look in people's cars, the people that live in those caravans. So, you know, I may assume it might be them. I might assume it might just be a regular crackhead just walking the streets, opportunist. Guy or girl, could be anyone. Uh, this is where it vexed me because it was one of us. It was a brother, black guy and a girl with him, his girlfriend. I'm going to bait up his name in a minute and I'll tell you his name because we found out some details. I, I'm watching this footage and he's kicked my window and he's tried to rummage through the car. The girl is with him scoping out cars as well. My car lights are flashing. Everything's going off. The window's been smashed. The alarm is going off. But my car's parked in the front of my building, whereas the, my, the office is situated in the back of the building. It's a big building. So I never heard the car going off, but other people would have. But at least I can see the lights are going off and working. I know to park in the back bit now where the, where the, in the gated car park. Anyway. I look at how he walks now in this footage, trying to get a resemblance of who this guy is or, or, you know, what state he might be in. And I kid you not, this guy walks and he's got his hand down the back of his trousers. And it looks like when he's walking, he's digging out his bum. And I was more disgusted that I touched my car steering wheel afterwards. Because for all I know, he might have poo particles on his fingers and accidentally his pinky finger swiped my, 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 I don't know, my, well, it's automatic, but the, the stick shift and touches it and poo particles on it. Now I've touched poo particles. Ah, nasty. I weren't happy about that at all. But we digress. It is what it is. I look at the footage and I say, you know what I need to do? I need to make a fun video out of this, right? Uh, and the fun video was about how he walks like he, like he had the doo-doo walk, which is why it's important. That I feel like he took the deodorant with him because he didn't look clean. He definitely needed to take the cleaning products from my car because I mean, it's an industrial job looking like you're cleaning him. He did look mash up. I put the video up and it's me like talking over the video saying, doesn't this guy look like he's got shit in his nappy? Doesn't this guy look like he's got the doo-doo walk? Doesn't this guy look like he's got no fiber in his diet and it's juice that's about to fly out? You know, when you've got to rush to your house and get out of the car because you've got to run doo-doo and it's poking its head out. I'm doing a voiceover like that. Put up on my socials. 10 minutes later, I get a message in my inbox. Shout out to my guy, Bredrin from long time. I'm not going to say his name. He tells me, Ori, I know who the brother is. And I said, what do you mean you know him? He goes, well, I can't tell you because he'll bait him up. He tells me how he knows him and why. And trust me, he knows him. It's close. And I said, rah. Yo, talk to me. What's his name? His name is Schwamzi or something. Schwami. I can't even remember what it was. Schwami, I think it was. He's a crackhead. He is from the bits. And I'll bait him up because you got a whole responsibility. Even if you listen to this podcast, you know him. He, he broke into my car. He got a whole responsibility. We're up here trying to lift, lift up our people. And you got a whole responsibility for the stuff that we do, which is good and bad. And he broke in my car, big man. Your name's Schwami. You're from Northwest. I think Harlesden it was. Park Royal Harlesden kind of way. Anyway. <laughs> so the guy breaks in my car. He starts walking. People recognize him, message me about him. Um, things are being put in place, nothing negative. 
But to, so I can at least encounter him because my thing is this. I want to see a brother get through whatever he's going through. You break into my car. I should be mad. I should think you're a dirty thief, which you are. But on the other side of it, a dirty thief was once a kid who was a young brother who may have just gone off the rails. And you know what? I kind of want to not help man, but at least look at man in his face and say, bro, the next time you need money or you need a drink or a food, I would much rather you phone me and I buy you something to eat. Yeah, me. I don't want, like. I would like. Don't be breaking people's windows for like change. The convenience of you getting that cash is a massive inconvenience to us. And I am somebody who would rather see a man rehabilitate. Now you might think, well, give him a job somewhere with what you're doing. Nah, nah, because you got to see that every day. There's no way I could allow him to be on my premises. You're gonna teeth my like things out of my car. All it takes is for desperation to hit you, and you could be in my office looking at equipment teeth. I'm not doing none of that. Mm -mm. But I will say this I would encounter him at some point And when I do Obviously I want an apology But I also want to be able to look at him and say Bro, what is it that you need? Because obviously something's failed you Whether it be the system, education, even yourself Something has failed you You might have failed you But we need to try and get you on the straight and narrow Because I'm sick and tired of seeing People have to rush street like this And kick down cars And even worse, you might call me biased But when a, brother, when a brother looks like me, I don't want to see it. I kind of want to help him even more so because it's already that we're systemically oppressed. I don't want to see you then now becoming the reason why people look at us like we're thieves, kicking down windows, you getting arrested, treated incorrectly. I, we don't need that, bruv. We need you on side. So when that encounter happens, I can't wait to give you like, the updates, but it will happen. Whether it be tomorrow, next week or next couple of years, definitely will happen. Short episode today I'm not going to go on too long I've got other stuff I've got to build For content wise Shout out to my team What culture Got to do some content For them today I normally film this podcast As well I'm not filming it either today Because it's a short one I know it has been one But I will be uh, Putting up some content Throughout this week It's been difficult Because I've been revamping The podcasting And videography office So ladies and gentlemen You've got to bear with me When that office is up And running fully The amount of content I can do in there Is going to be amazing But it's going to take A week or two Before we get everything where we need to get it to. So allow me, we'll get there. And when we do, great content, content galore. How about that? Anyway, sorry, Styler, make sure you subscribe to my uh, my uh, podcast on whatever channel you listen to, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Oh, I don't know. There's loads of platforms. Whatever you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. The more the reviews, the more I know what you like and the more I can give to you what it is that you want. And don't be nasty. And if you're one of them dirty people to message me saying, yeah, give me some of that. Yeah. Then the answer is, yeah, it's not going to happen. Shouts to Bamboo as well. Those who keep subscribing to my website, orystyler.co.uk, I am giving away a Bamboo snapback for new subscribers. So make sure you get yourself subscribed onto there. And also don't forget to follow me on social media at Ori, A-U-R-I-E, Styler, S-T-Y-L-A for more great content and great selfies of my beautiful face. Now that I've had my little trim on it, we'll talk about that another time, but I'm feeling fresh. Less rasta today, more... I don't want to say yardy. I want to say, because I got the cane row on the top of the head, but I want to say more Americanized. Now I'm going to call it Americanized. Not Americanized, because uh, no, Americanized. Remember back in the day, we used to look at people like Bow Wow when he, was, when he had the cane row. You're like, oh, that was cool. When we was younger, we wanted that ourselves. Then you look to people like Amari, like, yo, the man looks slick, but can have his shape up? And Ladies, I'm looking like that now. Don't at me. Just accept that that's the truth. There's no escaping this podcast. All we started signing out. Boom. No escaping this. No escape.